Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. We're now joined by the new football coach at Midway High School. Joe Gillespie joins us. Paul Catalina, Craig Smoke, and David Smoke on 365 Sports. Uh, So you had a chance to get a look at some of the players of your future. You've met people. Everyone was there for the press conference. It was a great crowd. What has your day been like, and are you going to uh, get some really good sleep tonight? (laughs) Well, number one, guys, thank you for having me on. And I can't tell you how excited me and my family are to get here and you know, the unfortunate thing is, is my wife and I are about to become empty nesters. So we're not really, everything's going to be brand new for us. And and uh, so this is, this is going to be a blast. We can't be more blessed. And, and man, what a wonderful school district program and, and a story program with a lot of, a lot of tr- tradition. And, and so we're extremely excited, but uh, Hey, it's been a, it's been a wild day. The fortunate thing is I got to see all the kids. I got to meet, you know, all the kids. There's, I've had a ton of names out there and a bunch of kids that have been anxious to sit there and get eyes on and introduce myself to them. And, uh, and it's been something that I've been praying for, you know, me and my family and just lead us in the right direction, take us where we can go and pour into to young people. And, and, uh, you know, the good Lord's always blessed us and, and gave us this opportunity here. So very grateful. You had a great run at Stephenville, assistant coach and head coach Tulsa, then TCU, not so much the reaction of what others have said to you around the district or even when I saw you today. What have other coaches around the state of Texas sent you or said to you about this job at Midway? Well, I think, number one, uh, you know, from a personal standpoint, they, they've been very uh, gracious and, and just, you know, pretty much welcome back to your roots and, and getting back to where 
where it all started for us and, and really where we poured, you know, 21 of my 30 years of experience into Texas high school uh, football and education and, and all sorts of boys and girls sports and, and everything. And so, uh, and then, you know, the other one is obviously from a program standpoint, just like I said a while ago, Midway is a, is a storied program, but rich in tradition, rich in success, rich with great kids, great support, unbelievable com- community, great facilities. Um, it, you know, in our book, this was a no brainer. And, and I thought that this was one of the top, top jobs in, in the state of Texas when I was at Stephenville. And I thought, you know, obviously there's some, programs out there that are that are great great places and I, and I always thought you know outside of where I was and I, I'm always 10 toes down wherever I'm at and doing what I'm doing but uh, I always thought that hey there's a there's a leap few places uh, um, that that are out there in the state of Texas and, and Waco Midway being one of them that uh, really has the, the perfect um, concoction uh, all, all the, the potion and everything to, to make for uh, Year to year, year after year, great program and have had the opportunity for a lot of success. Coach, um, a lot of people will wonder, you know, why the shift back to high school from from the college ranks? Was this obviously, you know, being a high school coach is is, is a calling, um, maybe a little bit different than, than coaching at other levels. What was it that, that called you back to high school? Well, I think, number one, there was never and, – and I'm going to tell you, I've coached at both levels, and there's never been a bad day. There really hasn't. And, you know, just being around young people and getting to pour into them. Football is football. I don't care what arena that you're in or what level that you're at. It's still football. And, uh, you know, to be honest with you, my pops was a was a football coach and, and at the college level. And uh, I, I knew for a long time that I wanted to be – I wanted to follow in his footsteps. I just saw the, you know, what type of dude he was and the impact that he had on people and, you know, beyond football and, uh, but, but still being extremely competitive. And so I knew that's what I wanted to do. And then, you know, fortunately I had some great, great coaches when I went through junior high and high school. And I just, I knew then that's what I wanted to do. And I wanted to go for myself into that. I really had no desires. I had some opportunities very, very early in my career. And then, uh, or a few years later, I had some other opportunities to, to go collegiately. And uh, I didn't want to do it. Uh, you know, my, my wife and I at the time were starting to have kids. I didn't want to bounce kids all over the place and things of that nature. When the opportunity came in January of 15, Philip Montgomery had just gotten a, a head coaching job at the University of Tulsa. Of course, Philip and I had coached together at Stephenville in the middle latter part of the '90s, and both the same age, and you know, going through the same stuff, having kids, and and all that business. I just knew the man that I was going to get to coach with, and I just thought if I ever, if I ever wanted to do this, and our oldest was graduating from high school at the time, our daughter was a junior in high school, which made it a little bit tough, and then our youngest was in the third grade at the time. I just said, if I'm ever going to do this, this might be the best opportunity. So I did, <clears throat> with the thought process of. Hey, if this doesn't work out for me, I'm not going to bounce. I'm not going to bounce my youngest son all over the place. But I, I want to. I go see if I can do this. And it was a new challenge, and I wanted to see if we, I could do this and and uh, have some success at it. Uh, Philip was unbelievable to me, and uh, loved my seven years there with him and, and with that university. And and then it just you know it started to grow. I became the coordinator there. We had some success, and then got the opportunity at TCU, but. When this came, it, it was just too good for us. And, and uh, 
I always knew, I always told my wife, I will not finish at the college level. I'll, I'll finish at the high school and in Texas because that's that's where we have the most impact on young people and so um, I couldn't have drawn it up any better I don't know why the good Lord keeps blessing us but he does and I'm very grateful thankful for it coach you explained your your thoughts uh, very well there on and your passion for high school football is evident I do have to ask you though because you have recently experienced it we see so many coaches talking about this grind at the college level and it's never ending in the portal and NIL and all those different things having a first row uh, front row seat for that the last few years how much of a grind and a wear and tear has that become it has i mean it's knowing in this profession is a grind and wear and tear i don't care what level it is and depends on what how much you're going to pour into it you know and uh i just think for for me for me some of the purity of the game was leaving itself and and uh and i was missing the, the the pureness of it all and uh uh, it was it was pure when I got to it, and then you know for some reason it's it's changing some courses and stuff like that. Um, it's not for everybody, and uh, you know we did it and, and had a. Um, I don't want to ever say anything bad about it because the experience was phenomenal, and uh, uh, but it, it is it, it's something it's it's twenty five hours a day, eight days a week, three hundred seventy days a year. You know, Joe, I was there when you were introduced, and I have also have spoken with you before back when you even mentioned Stephenville and Midway used to be in the same district, and then that 2011 game uh, where they went on to play for a state title against Baker Mayfield in that battering ram yes, of Lake Travis. Um, they have been through a difficult stretch, uh, COVID, and then 21 and 22. They're part of the district that they were in with D- Duncanville DeSoto, realignment coming up Thursday. But you you saw what they did last year. You kind of have a history of what they went through and how they survived with Ezra Martinez and Chad President. What did you learn about the football team and down deep inside their soul? Well, I think, you know, obviously Ezra and, and Coach President, Coach Martinez, and, and the rest of the staff did an unbelievable job of, of you know, having to take over at midseason and have been to a grind somewhat and for whatever reason, don't care, but for whatever reason, we're struggling a little bit. And and, uh, and then to do what they did and to turn things around, man, it says uh, it says a lot about those coaches. It says an unbelievable amount about the kids and, and what you have here. And so that's why I say the tradition is still very rich and it's still very um, – very hot and, and, and alive and well. We just got to get it running at a consistent pace and, and then uh, don't make having these kids continue to uh, believe above and beyond. And and so this is this is a great place for it. But, you know, what they were able to do, I think it, it obviously it sits there and it shows you the amount of grit and determination and uh, togetherness, brotherhood, belief, respect, uh, it, Obviously, it shows guys like Mr. Martinez and how much those guys respect the heck out of him, and, and what. And obviously, he's doing this for the right reasons because you know they respect him, and uh, kids played hard for, play hard for him, and uh, I look forward to getting to do this with him, uh, on being on the staff with him. Uh, Coach Clayton was also a part of it, the defensive coordinator, but you brought in your own, and also there's also somebody else you're going to bring in on staff that's part of the transition. So, uh, Coach Screech, is that right, is coming to be your defensive coordinator? If you already added a couple of guys? Yes, sir. 
So Coach Creech is, is currently here right now, immediate, immediately with us. Obviously, we're going to have to go out and, and get us an offensive coordinator. We've got several guys in, in mind and in wisdom with really kind of keeping everything on the down low until everything just kind of uh, was actually valid and legit, you know, after today. And so we're going to have to get, a, obviously, an offense coordinator in here and want to get them in here as soon as possible. And then, you know, anytime there's a few guys that are going to go and, and uh, apparently they're going to go with Chad uh, to Temple and stuff. So it's, it's going to create some movement. It's going to create some shuffling around a little bit. And, and, uh, but it's also going to give us some opportunities to get some people in here that, um, that obviously that I know as well. Do you know uh, what kind of offensive system do you want to run yet? Or do you, do you need to know about the talent you have first? Well, I know the offensive system that I want to sit there and run, and it's going to be very favorable to what I've always been around. And and I mean, you got to remember, I was I was at uh, Steamville for twenty years, so you can only imagine what we did there. And and then I was in a very similar very similar system when I went to the University of Tulsa, and and then I was obviously in a very similar system when I went to TCU. And so it's going to be something uh, obviously up those those roads, and, and so we want to be very fast, and we want to be a tempo type team and stuff. But you also got to learn your team too. And, you know, the, the thing with high school uh, that's different from college is in college you're recruiting and in high school you're inheriting. So if you're a good coach, you have to adapt to what you have from year to year. And so if that means that we got to tweak things from time to time, then we'll tweak them. And, uh, but, you know, it's, it's going to be a, the next few, next couple months and stuff like that is, is going to be huge for us. Obviously, this Thursday is going to be a very big deal for us. And, uh, you know, just want to get some, direction on where we're going what we're doing and uh that'll tell some things as well coach uh just looking at some current events as you well know michigan won the national championship just a couple weeks ago and now harbaugh's off to the nfl but you were a part of a team that knocked off those wolverines just a year ago in the semifinals of the playoff did you get a sense then that what they went and accomplished a year later was was coming down the pipeline and just your thoughts having seen that program up close and personal that a year later they were back and, and winning the title well, and just knowing everybody that they had coming back, you know, from the running back core to the quarterback and what they had up front and then on the defensive side of the ball. And, you know, it was a heck of a game between us and Michigan and the Fiesta Bowl in 22. And, and uh, uh, so, you know, you knew that they were always going to be in contention. And, you know, again, that's a tradition-rich place that's always going to have a, a lot of five, four- and five-star players. And, uh, and then Coach Harbaugh, and his staff just did a, an amazing job. And then Cherie and those guys that, you know, getting to take over now, he's an unbelievable coach, unbelievable dude, and, and um, feel quite certain he's going to take them right back to it again. Uh, Joe, I have one more question about Midway, but first on the Big 12. They're about to add four new schools. The, sc- the schedule's coming out tomorrow. You've been right there in the middle of it. Uh, how even with Texas and Oklahoma, a couple of alpha dogs and logos, they're leaving. And we saw what Texas did this year to the semifinals. How competitive, how deep actually is the conference? And is it sometimes underrated because of if, in fact, when Texas and Oklahoma leave? Well, I think, you know, with, with what we were able to do there at TCU, you know, in year one that we were there in 22 and then, uh, and then what Texas was able to do, and then you just start talk, talking about that, and Cincinnati's coming into the 
uh, to the Big 12. You got UCF, who who has claimed you know national championships and stuff before in the past, and and so you bring that in, and and then you get to do and see you know what Oklahoma State has been able to do, K State, what they've been able to do. I think this this late that league, the Big 12, is, is certainly one of the toughest ones. Is and with uh, and with OU and UT leaving, I think it's bringing in a a little bit more equity across the board, not necessarily from a play on the field standpoint, but from a recruiting standpoint. Last thing, uh, it is UL realignment on Thursday. Everyone knows what class they're in. That's changed over the last several years, but you don't know the district. Do you have any idea, and do you feel like it still might remain this midsection of the central Texas area with Temple and, and other schools, Copper's Cove, a couple of Colleen schools. What do, you, what do you have any idea? I know we, no one does. It's like it's the most kept secret in all of high school football or even in the country. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you, they, uh, our government needs to sit there and, and uh, <laughs> mock what they're doing. <laughs> yep, I agree. I, I agree. And uh, uh, I really have no idea. I mean, I really don't. And, and you know, I always, always felt like I was talking to people that uh, – you know, when I was at Stephenville, that they made me feel like I was getting the inside scoop. And that, man, every single time realignment came out, it was just far to the other side of, yeah. of something that I couldn't even dream of, and, of what I'd been told. And so I'm just kind of, I remember again, I just finally kind of started going, you know, I'm going to wait for that day to come. When that day comes, we, we're going to be prepared to be in a 18 district, 16 district. We're going to be prepared prepared you know for for whatever it is and to, if it's going to be an 18 district then i gotta have three non-district games if it's going to be this then i'm gonna have to have four or five you know and, and just really prep that way so honestly i think this thing could go a lot of ways i've been in, in that experience because when i was at stephenville i mean we we had gone to the metroplex we came down to the syntax i mean shucks we were in there with waco high waco u waco midway Colleen, and then san angelo lakeview you know Brownwood and mm-hmm. and uh, and then you know the next year we're going Mansfield Mansfield Legacy Mansfield Timberview Arlington Seguin you know all of that business and and then the next year we go out to Big Spring and, and stuff like that and so um, or the next realignment so I mean it just kind of had us all over the place I, I think there's you know with the classification and where where Midway is and and uh, stuff uh, I think there's a lot of opportunities uh, to. I say a lot of opportunities, a lot of different directions that, that you could possibly go. Obviously, I've got my ones that make sense. I don't want to say them out loud because every time I say them out loud, it goes directly opposite of that. Joe, I know it's been a busy few days. Uh, congratulations on the opportunity. We look forward to working with you and uh, can't wait to talk to you again. We'll get you in studio for us to sit down and do a, an even more of an in-depth interview for people to watch and see. Thanks for your time today. Likewise, my friend. I can't wait to do that. Thank you. Go Panthers. Joe Gillespie, the head coach at Midway. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.